Welcome to Take Him With You, the weekly podcast that's spiritual, not religious. This week we talk about Monk and Psyche, Battlestar Galactica, Valentine's Day, and more. Stay tuned. Well, welcome once again to Take Him With You. I'm Rick Moyer, your host. Each and every week, and even in the midweek, if you want to listen to the Midweek Booster, today's show is called Ouija Boards and Sunday School. You're not going to want to miss one bit of this, crazy stories, and some fun things to boot. I'll be right back with what's going on at Rick's house on Taking With You. She's also very bold yes, and um, not afraid to back down. I mean, she stands up to Tarkin right. on the bridge of his ship yep, she and does. says some, something to the extent of... Um, the more you tighten your grip, the more systems will slip through your fingers. He's like towering over oh, Vader yeah, and Tarkin she's not both. Afraid. And she's n- I think that was a nice choice, too. Not only is Carrie Fisher very smart uh-huh. and um, articulate, but she's small. So it's a yes. nice contrast to see this small woman be so independent and fierce, you know, yeah. standing up against so- something that's so much bigger than her. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. <laughs> Here comes the cool part. Ready? Oh, I love that distortion on that guitar, on that promo. That's just way cool. If you haven't checked out Jen and Angela's Anomaly podcast, you need to do so. Just head on over there and or write Anomaly in uh, iTunes under the uh, little search engine and then find their podcast and sub- subscribe. It's free. It's cool. It's just absolutely awesome, their perspective. Well, guess what time it is? It's time for what's going on at Rick's house. I'll take him with you. Right. Um, today, I'm snacking again. I do that a lot, don't I? Mm. I'm eating um, probably something I shouldn't be eating, but I have a weakness. Actually, I have many weaknesses. But something just shouted out to me when it was $1.50 a bag for barbecued potato chips. So I'm eating a little bowl of them. And I'm drinking um, Crystal Light iced tea today. It's really yummy. So let's talk about what's going on in the world of Rick. Here at the Moyer household. Lots of different things going on here. It's pretty much typical stuff when you have teenagers in the home. You know, my one of my sons works uh, pretty much full time at a local electro- electronic store and uh, cell phone store. 
Uh, my other son is in the carpentry program up at the college, and so he's gone most of the mornings and busy doing stuff and helping people. And then uh, my wife and I uh, actually homeschool our daughter, so she's always busy on projects and doing stuff around here and heading out to do field trips and library visits and all that jazz too. So, yeah, it's always kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, but it's fun. I like it. <laughs> Never a dull moment, I'm telling you. Never. Well, let's see. Let's talk a little bit about TV, shall we? Uh, have you been watching any of it? You know, I know some people get down on others for watching TV, but, you know, I think for me as a creative person, I really enjoy watching different takes on stories and ideas and concepts and themes. I just, that's why I like TV so much. Not necessarily just to veg out in front of, even though sometimes I do that. I think I enjoy just hearing different authors and watching how people can put things visually together and bring the music into it and just bring home a message. I think it's really, really cool how they do that. Well, I haven't really talked a lot about some of the shows that that we watch. You know, I've been talking about science fiction and stuff like that. But there's a couple of shows that we watch that we really enjoy that really aren't aren't science fiction at all. And that's um, Monk and Psych on the USA Network. Have you seen those shows? Fantastic shows. Uh, Monk has actually been on for, I think, five years or so. And this is their last season. Uh, Tony Shaloub, is that how you say his last name? I'm not exactly sure. But he plays a detective or an ex-detective named Monk who has obsessive-compulsive disorder and and many other fears and things that kind of keep him in this very interesting character mode. Very, very fun to watch, and I see a little bit of Monk in me and others around me, and it's just a fun show to watch. There's always a great mystery behind it all, and, and you know, Monk always, uh, he comes through in the end. I love how he goes to counseling, and his he had an amazing counselor called Dr. Kroger for a while, but um, the actor actually passed away, and then they uh, brought a new actor in to play a different um a psychologist uh, but it's it's just fascinating when he goes in to have talks with his counselor very very cool it, it just the show is just great if you haven't seen it you need to watch it if you have been watching it I'm, I'm sure you're you would join me in being sad that this is the last season but they're going to go out on a high note from what i understand but i really recommend that show it's it's really uh fun and exciting and like i say you can see just a little bit of you or me in 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 him I don't know. It's just, it's fun because you can really relate to the show, and it's always good for a good laugh, even though they're dealing with some serious subject matter at times. It's very funny. The other show that started up on USA Network was a show called Psych. started last year, and uh, I have to say, the writers on that show are phenomenal. I mean, they are funny. It's some of the most witty writing that I have, have heard and seen uh, take place on the screen. I know that they do a lot of improv. I know the guy that uh, that plays Sean. There's Sean and Gus are the two guys that uh, supposedly Sean is a psychic, but he isn't a psychic. He's just a keen observer of things. He's been taught as a young child how to observe things. And so he puts on this front and starts a, a psychic um, uh, what do you call it? detective agency up and pretends like he's a psychic when he's not. And so the show is very, very funny. He, he uh, works with the police department and it's just every week is hilarious, just hysterical. The outtakes, if you go to their website and watch some of the, they call them psych outs, funny stuff. What I think is hilarious is is they will make jokes on that show that just scream past some people and other people get them completely. And then you laugh for hours because it's just hysterical. 
re- highly recommended to watch Psych. Let me know what you think of that. Maybe you could even send in an audio comment or an email about that. That would be great. Uh, also been watching Battlestar Galactica as the last few episodes are winding up. And I have to say, I'm totally impressed with the way it is going. It's very, very... Um, I don't know, just a lot of the acting has been superior in this in this particular part of Battlestar Galactica. You know, I've watched it throughout the series, and, and like I say before, I, I've said this before about Battlestar Galactica, the new... I used to watch the old one, and I loved it as a kid. That was the coolest thing. It's kind of corny to watch now, but it was a great concept and a, and a cool show for back then. But the, the new one is ex- extremely adult in its in its presentation, so you have to, you know, it's not for little kids or anything like that. But as you watch it, I think the thing that's really gripping me this season is how close to home and how close to reality they've they've come. I've been involved in lots of different groups of people over the years, and it's interesting to see how people are the same everywhere you go. There there are tendencies and personalities that get involved in mixes of people, and it, they've captured this on Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I know it's a science fiction show, and some people would say, well, I wouldn't watch that or whatever, but really, you, you should give it a chance because it's really about human nature, even though they're dealing with machines and Cylons and all this other stuff. It truly is about the nature of men and women. I mean, I'm not excluding ladies here. I just meant humankind. Very fascinating the way that the show has taken... Um, taken uh, I don't know what the direction it's taken and I'm, I'll be fascinated to see how they end up the show and what it's going to be like in the very end but uh, sometimes I really have to I have to pause it for a moment and just kind of contemplate because it hits home in real life to me uh, the friendships and the love and the betrayal and the just it's fascinating and I don't know how they captured it all but they they have you have to overlook some things I mean if you if you know it's not like super wholesome entertainment i don't you know i don't want to keep ranking on it or anything like that but you you know you have to kind of spit out some of the stuff that that maybe annoys you about it but uh for the most part the writing is fantastic and really challenges me to think about my actions as a human being and how i treat other people fascinating good stuff Oh, and what happened to Knight Rider? Okay, I was all excited about the new Knight Rider coming back. You know, da 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 You know, Hasselback, uh, well, Hassel half, ho- what, what's his name? <laughs> he didn't come back anyway. Anyway, they, they revamped the old show Knight Rider. I used to watch it all the time with Kit, you know, the car that had the Cylon on the front of the hood. They redid the show, and I have to say that the first part of the season was pretty pretty bad. I I tuned in for the pilot and wasn't impressed. I watched it the next time when it became the series and thought, you know, they totally capital, capitalized, I thought, on the babes in bikinis and the sexual innuendos and all these other things. And it just, I don't know, it just didn't really appeal to me because, first off, I thought it was kind of cheesy. Secondly, the, the plots weren't that great. And I was just about, I mean, I liked how the car changed and did all sorts of cool things and the electronics and the geeky stuff in it. But um, then I guess from what I understand, it was in danger of being canceled and they revamped the show about halfway through. Now, the last few episodes have been excellent. And yeah, there's been a few, you know, a few of the bikini things and the um, the other part of things. But for the most part, the, show's re- the show really got defined and refined and pretty good. 
I, I actually kind of like the plots, and it's been entertaining and kept me on the edge of my seat. And it kind of has reflected more of the old Knight Rider style. And I'm glad that they did that because I think the show might be saved as a result of it. I'm, I don't, I don't know. Uh, still watching Leverage. I enjoy that show quite a bit, uh, and others. But uh, very, very, very fun. Can I say quickly too before we get into um, the words of wisdom today? Can I say thank you to all of you? that have contributed a little bit towards the podcast. That's been very, very cool of you. Uh, you know, my wife and I are trying this as an experiment. Um, I resigned uh, my job here a few weeks ago and started the podcasting full-time, and we are going to be offering a newsletter coming up pretty soon, and, and you can subscribe to that, and that will, that will you know, the, this podcast is free, and if you want to give a donation, you can. We're not nonprofit. We're not like a, a, a nonprofit organization or anything like that, but we have had some people give money towards uh, keeping the podcast going and helping our family out. Uh, we're going to do this newsletter as a profit-making venture uh, and try to encourage everybody on a weekly basis, and you can sign up for that, and anybody that gives $20 or more a month We'll get that uh, in their email box, a newsletter, real nice professional one done every week and encourage you with all sorts of fun things like links to songs and articles. Amy and I are going to write for it and hopefully get the kids to do some stuff there too. I think they were excited. Well, I don't know if they're excited about it, but I think they will contribute to it as well. Uh, putting some some material in there. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to thank those of you that uh, in the first three weeks we've had several donations, um, and we're very, very thankful for that. And if you are listening and you get something out of it, if you could throw something our way, that would be very, very much appreciated. I don't want to beg for money every week. I will mention it, but uh, you won't catch me trying to manipulate you or anything like that. Uh, we just hope you get something out of it. If you want to help our family out, that is great. So thank you. One last thing before we get into the words of wisdom I wanted to talk a little bit about something that that a lot of people have written to me about. They some people have noticed that I have lost a lot of weight uh, from a couple of years ago. I was uh, I lost about eighty six pounds, gained back about ten or so uh, here in the last couple of years. But uh, anyway, I lost a whole bunch of weight and I've kept most of it off. And people have asked me how do you do that, and and I wanted to just throw out there to you. Um, if you follow me on Twitter or on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Moyer seven seven seven. On Facebook, I, I think I'm uh, Facebook slash Moyer seven seven seven. You can uh, watch my blog, and I talk a lot about stuff on my blog, and that's uh, Moyer seven 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 dot wordpress dot com, and you can check out stuff there. But I was going to talk about um, what I really challenge myself every day to do, and I thought maybe you might want to challenge yourself as well because it's important that we are healthy. Now, I'm not the most healthy person in the world, but I'm more healthy than I was two years ago, and one of the reasons is I try to motivate myself to move. I love sitting in front of the computer or playing my keyboard or my guitar or just vegging in front on the couch or whatever. But, you know, that isn't healthy for me to do that all the time. I've never been a really super active person. But in the last couple of years, I've really challenged myself. I try to get out and walk three miles a day, rain, snow, shine, whatever. Now, I don't always make that. But for the most part, I think five to six days a week, you'll, you'll see me out there walking I try to take about an hour a day and just walk. And and I do that because I know how lethargic I can be. And I, I want to tell you something. You know what? It has been tremendous. It's given me energy. It helps me sleep at night. Uh, it's very, very helpful. And you know what I do is I take my, my iPod with me and I listen to podcasts. 
So, you know, sometimes I'll listen to sermons. Sometimes I'll listen to Treks and Sci-Fi. Sometimes I'll listen to Waffle On with my friend Meds from England or Jen and Angela with the Anomaly podcast or Knights of the Guild with Kenny and Jenny. Um, I'll just go and I take the podcast with me. And I enjoy that time alone. And and, I shut off my phone and I just take an hour and walk. For me, that's really good. Some of you might want to run. Some of you might want to. It's just good to get out and and do something that helps my body. And I I know when I'm feeling really super tired, instead of taking a nap, I try to get up and walk around or go wash the car, get out and walk. Very, very important. But I thought it was, people had asked me, how do you do that, Rick? How do you keep the weight off? Because that's really a challenge for those of us that are challenged in our weight areas or in, in health areas. It is a challenge. But I, just, I try to be motivated every day just to get out and take that one-hour walk because it's so important to, to try and at least stay healthy. I've got a long ways to go, but at least you know I worked my way up. I started with 10 minutes a day. Then I went to a half hour, and then when I, I finally I just went for it, and I went for an hour a day, and it's been real healthy for me. Sometimes on summer days, I'll even go an hour and a half and really enjoy the time outside and just listening to my iPod, listen to music, or listen to a podcast. So very, very fun. Well... Uh, Before we get into the words of wisdom, I wanted to share with you a promo that I did for my parody site. I don't know if you know that um, on a weekly basis at treksandsci-fi.com, I'm on their forum there and just love it. The great group of people there, wonderful friends. But every week, uh, Rico Dosti does this uh, podcast called the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. And it's got geeky goodness and it reviews a Star Trek episode usually and he does all sorts of cool things on the program. But anyway, I've been contributing some parody songs where I take like music. Well, you know what? I'm just going to play you the, the promo that I did for Jen and Angela for their anniversary episode of the Anomaly podcast. So I want you to listen to this and then we'll be back with words of wisdom in just a moment. Hi, I'm Rick Moyer and I have to confess to you that I am an anomaly. It's true. I'm a geek and I'm a really bad geek. Not in the terms of being mean or evil, but, you know, I'm just geeky. I like geeky things, and I'm just sad at the lack of geeky music that's out there. You know what I mean? I mean, who likes to listen to the pop hits of today's musicians? I I don't. I I like the catchy tunes and everything, but they just don't satisfy the geek within me. And so, I borrowed their music, and I made it my own. (laughs) And so, that's why I do what I do, I want you to listen to some of my favorites, like We Will Spock You. Buddy, you're a Vulcan, make an eyebrow raisin on your face. Gonna be in Starfleet someday. You got green on your face, pointed ears graced, spouting big statistics all over the place. We will, we will Spock you. Or how about TNG? Or it's the mere universe. It's a mere universe. I've always wanted to be a robot gunslinger cowboy. I want to be a robot gunslinger cowboy. I want to be a robot gunslinger cowboy. 
How about Gamma Hydra 4? Will you still test me? Hypo-inject me on Gamma Hydra 4. Or humans playing Dom Jot. Humans playing Dom Jot. Just some humans playing Dom Jot. Humans playing Dom Jot. The Mexican way. Hey, it's all over at www.christrocks.com slash parody. That's me, Rick Moyer. And that's the site you can download all sorts of free MP3s. Not only are there parody music there, but there's all sorts of other cool music there, too. All free and fun just for the geeks like me and you. I am an anomaly. And I really like the Anomaly Podcast. Thanks, Jen and Angela. Hey, it's time once again for Words of Wisdom on Take Him With You. Today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, chapter 16, and just a few of the verses here. It says, The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. The Lord has made all for himself, yes, even the wicked for the day of doom, Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. And by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. There you go. Some interesting words here, and I think you'll see why they resonate after you hear today's food for thought. But there you go. That's just the first part of Proverbs chapter 16 in the Old Testament. Words of wisdom on Take Him With You. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek Episode Analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. And I have to say a big huge thank you to Rico Dosti. He is such a great guy and he does such a great podcast. I've listened to every one of them, some of them several times. He's been a real inspiration to me. And the forums he's created on the on the web at www.treksandsci-fi.com slash forum. Just wonderful people there. Very, very cool. Thank you, Rico. You are awesome. Well, it's time once again for Food for Thought on Take Him With You.
I like that riff. It was fun to play. I especially like the feedback part there. I just like doing that. I don't know what it is about harmonics, but they're fun. <laughs> well, let's see. Last week we talked about me turning my record player backwards, or my record backwards, ruining my needle on my sound design stereo. And, uh, of course, I did a little experiment. And I want to say thank you to my friend Meds from England. He uh, told me what a hedgerow was. And um, a hedgerow is what it sounds like. It's a row of hedges that separates uh, like a fields or a road. And uh, if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, I guess there's noises in your bushes. And so <laughs> thank you, Meds. I now stand correct, not corrected, but informed. And I... I just want to thank you because uh, I had no idea what they were talking about. In, in the song Stairway to Heaven, I, I had no idea. And by the way, Meds has a great podcast. You should uh, listen to it. It's called Waffle On. It always makes me hungry. It does. It makes me want to put like maple syrup and butter on a waffle and eat it. But Waffle On doesn't mean waffle on like that. It means like they talk. And it's a really kind of a cool show because you have to listen very carefully if you're from the states. You have to listen very carefully because they uh, the 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 two hosts uh, have pretty heavy English accents, but it's quite fun, and they cover um, just all sorts of cool old TV shows. And it's really it's quite fun to listen to them. Go to iTunes and search for Waffle On, and you'll find the podcast there and, and subscribe to it. And uh, I think they have something on Podbean too. If you go to Podbean. Dot com and then uh, search for Waffle On. You can listen to my friend Med's podcast. It's very cool. He said he's going to send me a promo, so I will be playing that. It'll be fun. So thanks, Med's, for the information. Well, anyway, um, remember I talked about going... Uh, I didn't go to church a whole lot as a kid. We didn't really grow up in a, in a, in a home that talked a lot about God. My parents were very moral people, and we, we had a very good upbringing, and you know, we never really got into a whole lot of trouble. And you know, but we just really we weren't church going. We didn't go to church all the time. But I did have a friend and his family that went to church on a pretty regular basis, and he did invite me to come to the Presbyterian Church in Hoquiam a few times, and I did go with him and his family. Robbie was his name. He's I need to thank him by the way. I he's on my Facebook. I should probably email him and just say hey, what's up, and thank you uh, because really seeds were planted in my heart. Um, you know, as a teenager, I, I must have been around teenage age. Because I, I I faintly remember us um, going to to a Sunday school teenage class or something at the time, but anyway, I, I did go, and I'll just never forget um, when I went through a real crisis later on in my life, like I talked about before. I ended up sneaking to church, and you heard what I did. I actually went to that church that my friend had invited me to because I didn't know any other churches, and even though I really didn't know a lot of people there, it it was the place that I went because I was familiar with it, and I didn't want to be totally you know, freaked out and go somewhere where I didn't know anything. But anyway, all that to say this, I remember one time um, I was really into uh, that. Is it Parker Brothers that have the Ouija board? And now, you know, I, I know a lot of people say, well, the Ouija board, it's evil, evil. But, you know, you know I don't know. I, all I know is that we, I grabbed my Ouija board. I remember finding it somewhere. It was an old Ouija board. And, and I remember taking it to with us to the church and in the, one of the Sunday school rooms, we uh, we got it out and we played it. And, you know, the Ouija board is where they have this um, this little plastic deal that you put on a board that has letters and numbers and, and some things like the 
kind of like the magic eight ball, you know, and, and one person puts their fingers on one side of the little plastic dealy bobber and the other person puts their fingers on the other side and, and then you just kind of let it rest. And then it's supposedly these spirits guide you into writing out messages and, and contacting the, the dead and all this stuff. And, and we're doing this in a church, probably not a good idea. <laughs> Because, you know, I do, I really do believe in spiritual things. And I, you know, some people say, well, it's all made up and there's no such thing as evil and, you know, and demons and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I remember doing this and it was quite hilarious that day because well, I don't know if you would call it hilarious, but I do remember us playing the, with this Ouija board in church, which is just weird anyway. And and we're doing this thing and we contacted a guy named Steve. It wrote out, we said, what's your name? He said, Steve. And we asked how he died. And he died in a motorboat accident, you know? So um, we were talking to this supposed dead guy about his accident and, uh, we asked it all sorts of questions. You know, you, you're never supposed to, you know, I personally don't think it's a good idea to meddle with Ouija boards and mediums and stuff like that because, well, I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, I remember asking it when I would die. And uh fascinating thing here. Um, it's spelled out. Now, this is weird, and I, I never have really t- quite grasped this whole thing. But the, the, it, it predicted, as as we were playing this silly thing, uh, it predicted that I would die in September of 1985. And, you know, interesting thing is, in September of 1985, that is the uh, month that I uh, finally gave my heart over to God. So I thought that was really interesting. And I, you know, I don't know if that, if it was accurate or what it was, but I really kind of died to myself that month. And and really came alive to the things of God and and to searching after my spiritual side and I just thought that was interesting but uh anyway <laughs> I don't know Steve the motorboat guy you know who knows what we were really doing there but you know we all have kind of type of a, a kind of a spiritual side to us I really believe in you know, in my faith and in what I believe I really believe that we were all created by God and that there's there's things on the inside of us um that are wired for us it's like getting a computer and and there's certain like there's power supply and there's a bunch of uh wires coming off that power supply and you can hook them up to different devices within the pc or within the computer that you're working on they'll power that particular thing and i really believe that we as human beings have a few um few wires that are are destined to be hooked up to spiritual things and we fill those we plug them into something the question is, what do you plug them into? And and I guess for me, I plugged them into rock and roll. I plugged them into Ouija boards. I plugged them into the dark side of things because I, I thought that was cool, you know. But uh, I really didn't know what I was messing with. And I think that's a lot of times I don't think we realize what we're messing with when we get into spiritual things without having any education or without you know, doing some research and finding out if what we're getting involved in is good or not. I mean, I know when I build a computer... I look. I try to get quality parts and research what type of parts I'm going to be plugging in, so that down the road I don't have a problem. Well, I think a lot of people sometimes plug things into their life that aren't particularly very good for them, and then down the road, I mean, I've done that before, and then down the road I go, oh gosh, probably shouldn't have done that. This isn't taking me down the path I wanted to go, you know. Which brings me to an interesting thing because I think one of the reasons I'm fascinated by science fiction and fascinated by media and Star Wars and Battlestar Galactica, is the fight between good and evil. 
I think it's very apparent. It's very it's so ingrained in our culture, especially in our entertainment industry, the the, the fight between good and evil. And sometimes I think nowadays the, the the line gets a little blurred because now some of our entertainment will say that it, you know it's it's not good or evil it's what you use it for and I guess in some aspect that's that's true but I really think it's important that we look at the after effects and, and here's what I see you know I, I I was fascinated with the dark side of things but here's what I noticed. I noticed that people that really delved into the dark side of things that got like did a lot of revenge things and curses and like maybe Satanism. And and again, you know, I said at the beginning of this podcast weeks ago that I wouldn't rank on other religions and I don't mean to. And so forgive me if I'm I don't want to offend you, but I'm just what I'm trying to say is um, I just noticed that people that get into real dark things where they're 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 trying to curse people or they're trying to hurt people or there's this just this ill will that goes out towards others. They live a really hard life, and and it uses them up. You know, I remember, particularly, I remember watching um, Return of the Jedi, and when, do you remember that the scene where uh, where Anakin um, pulls uh, Anakin Luke Luke pulls the Anakin Luke pulls the helmet off of Darth Vader, his his father Anakin, and and we see what he looks like and he looks like he's been through the ringer i mean he is he's not looking good i mean obviously he was on apparat breathing apparatus and all that other jazz but he just looked like he'd been through the ringer and and you kind of felt sad for him even though he was evil and had made some choices you know made his own choices it basically the dark side used him up and spit him out you know and then there was a little bit of good left that's what luke was sensing in him and everything but I thought that's that's very interesting. But if you really look in real life, not in just a, the fantasy world of of science fiction and TV shows and movies, you look at people that have lived their lives in in towards hurting others or towards the dark side of things being very dark, and they look they really do look like they've been through the ringer. And I believe that there there's a spiritual principle there, because I think when when you delve into dark things, I think sometimes, a lot of times, it uses you. And it and it spits you out. It chews you up, and you you can you can um, I don't know get into like you you age years you know further than you should, because it's it's not looking out for you. It really wants to use you. It doesn't want to really help you. I now on the other hand, I've noticed that people that will like serve God or or they'll do things that are kind or compassionate or they live their life of giving. Those people I see a lot different things go on. And and it's because I really believe that when God uses you, he his like you know when people use us, they tend to hurt us because you don't nobody likes to be used. But if God uses us, we're energized and we're and we're excited and we're motivated to do other things that are cool. And I think that's the difference between the dark and the light. I mean, I you really think about that for a moment, and I think. I think it's really interesting how if you will let yourself be used for what the purpose of us was, and we were created to be used by God, there's all sorts of cool scriptures in the Bible that talk about us being created to do good things and to to be God's children and to do what he has called us to do and without getting all metaphysical on you or anything like that or preaching at you. I just really believe in people. I believe that God created people to do good things and to help others out. And and I and I see that when people are used to do good things, when they concentrate on how why God has created them, I really feel like they're energized and they get younger. They don't get older. Well, I mean, we all get older, but I don't know about you, but I know for me, 
if I'm doing something for others and if I'm really clear on what I'm doing and if I'm helping and I'm doing what I believe God has called me to do, I am energetic, I'm happy, my attitude is straight, things are good. And I don't feel used up. Oftentimes, though, I've been in places where people use use me and abuse me, and it's like they it's like a paper towel that gets used. You just scrunch it up and you throw it in the garbage and it's discarded. But not so with God. When God uses me, I feel like He, he kind of gets me out and irons me up, you know, and 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 uh, makes it look good and and gives me energy to go on to the next day and the new adventure. So it's interesting the verse that you know, dark versus the light. Be back in just a moment. Take Him With You is an experiment of the Moyer family. And we're asking if you would help support this podcast by supporting our family. We've taken a step of faith and we're just kind of out here doing what we want to do and encouraging folks. So if you could uh, send us a donation our way or subscribe to our newsletter, go to www.takehimwithyou.com. Sign up for the newsletter, and anybody that gives $20 or more will get the newsletter every Monday morning. So we're really encouraging you to do that. Thanks. Well, I'll never forget, um, as I was at this church, and I, I you know, remember I snuck to church, and I'd been going for a few weeks, told my parents, and I'll never forget the day that the older man who was the pastor of the church, and pastor just means the leader of the congregation. He was the guy that gave the messages and organized the services and stuff like that. He came to me and took me aside, wanted to talk to me, and he said, Rick, I, I'd like to know if you would be willing to lead our youth group. And I I looked at him. I said, youth group? I didn't know there was any kids here. <laughs> yeah. Well, he goes, oh, that's a problem. I think you would do great at bringing some kids into the church, and would you be willing to do it? And I said, ah, you know, i got a lot of stuff going on. I'm in college, and a lot of stuff is happening. I'm pretty busy. And he goes, well, I'll give you $25 a month. Well, that was it. I'm, I'm there because I could buy another album or I could fill my gas tank up a couple few times back then. And so I said yes. Without even realizing what I was doing, I agreed to lead a youth group. Now, you have to understand, I didn't know God from a hole in the ground. I was searching myself. I was searching for him. And yet this man had asked me to lead their youth group. And so uh, I sat down in his office and we went through a few things of, of what I, my responsibilities would be. And I went ahead and, and uh, I basically started up a, a group of kids. First group of kids came, or about seven of them or so. And I got food and, and some drinks and, you know, not like alcoholic drinks. I get shot. Well, I had Coke and Pepsi and stuff like that. So anyway, we get together and. I didn't even know that I was supposed to read like out of the Bible or anything. So we just, I just asked him, well, hey, what's going on? And we just kind of talked. We played a couple of games, and that was that. And I did that for a few weeks in a row, and, and we, you know, we got together and did our thing. But then I realized you know, these kids need something. They need something. So I went back to the pastor, and I sat down with him. I said, what can I do? Uh, can you give me some scriptures to help with him? He gave me some scriptures, but quite honestly, I love the guy— it was lame. It was like, what? These kids aren't even going to listen to that, you know? And I didn't even want to listen to that. And he wanted me to present it, you know? I remember I was working late one night um, at the office there at the church, and uh, there was a knock on the door, and I went and opened up. It was an old, really cool old church. I used to sit in the middle of the sanctuary and play their grand piano, and just, it was beautiful. I just really enjoyed it. But I'll never forget that night. Uh, there was a knock, and I went to the door, and there was this kid from the youth group, and he came in, and he looked like he'd been crying. Now, this is a pretty tough kid, so I was like, ooh. So I took him into the office, and we sat down for a minute. We started talking, and uh, he shared with me 
that uh, his mom and dad were in a big fight and his his dad was divorcing his mom. And and then I'll never forget. See, this is what really got me. He looked at me and and I could see in his eyes he was so heartbroken. His life was just being destroyed as he knew it. And he wanted some answers and he wanted some comfort. And quite honestly, I had nothing for him. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what to say to him. And, you know, I... I I didn't even really know as a young person. I was pretty young, you know, and and I I don't even, I don't even know if I hugged him or not. I just I just looked at him and I felt bad, but I didn't know what to say. And I remember thinking, this isn't good. I, I shouldn't be doing this because I don't know what I'm doing, and I and this kid is hurting, and I have no answers for him. And I don't know what it was, but I just realized if I was going to help people spiritually, that I'd better at least try to get to know or learn about God. I better do something. And I remember going back to the pastor the next day and saying, look, here's what I had. This problem happened. And he he looked at me and he, I don't know, I don't know if he had a strong relationship with God either. I know I'm talking about pastors and stuff like that, but there are, there are churches where people, they're just kind of going through the motions and doing a spiritual duty, but they don't necessarily know God. Does that make sense? I think in any type of religion, there's people that go through the motions, and they don't really are they aren't really committed to what they're doing. They're just kind of going through it. But in this particular case, I didn't I didn't know what to do, and and it really shook my world up. It really shook me up because I wanted to comfort this kid, and I wanted to give him some answers. Nowadays, I'd be able to pray for him and talk with him and help him, you know, lead him to God so that he could could get the comfort he needed from God. But I didn't know how to do that then, and so that was really it was really it really shook me up, which brings me to the you know the points that I wanted to bring out today. And number one, if you're going to be used, do it for something that matters. You know, I know a lot of my friends from high school that, you know what, they're used up already, and and they didn't do it for anything that mattered. I mean, they just, you know, for whatever reason, they got into different things and it used them up. But you know, our life we only have a certain amount of time on this earth, and I figure if we should use what we have for something that matters. So, you know, for me, I, I look at my life and say, am I, am, is what I'm doing, does it matter to people? Does it help them? I, if I'm going to be used, and we're all used in some way or another, you know, some of us will go and we'll work real hard and we'll get money and we use that money to help people or or we use it to pay our bills or we do that, this or that, and that's what we're supposed to do. Others of us will have something that we feel like we're supposed to do in life, like a mission in life, you know. I'm on a mission from God, you know, the Blues Brothers. But uh, uh, anyway, all of us are used for something. The question is, what do we use ourselves for? And I, I personally want to be used for something that matters. You know, I want to be a good dad to my kids. I want to be a good husband to my wife. I want to be a good neighbor to the people that live around me. And, and I want to be a good friend to you that listen to this podcast and email and we can talk back and forth. I want to make a difference in my life. So if you're going to be used, you might as well be used for something that matters. And then I, I wrote this down too. Many times we're asked to do things um, so that we can be developed for greater things. Now, I don't mean, you know, I mean, sometimes somebody on earth will say to us, you know, could you do this for me? And we'll do it. And it makes us a better person as a result of it. Or we get put in a pressure situation and we're thinking, why the heck am I going through this? And I always have to look at life and say, well, some of the reasons that I'm asked to do things in life is so that I can learn and develop and, and I can do greater things later as a result of it. So I think that's important sometimes when we're going through a tough time to go, now, wait a minute, why am I doing this? 
and re- really evaluate. Here's what I here's what I tell everybody. I, I say, you know, use this checklist. Uh, number one, will this help others or hurt them? Whatever I'm doing, will it help or hurt them? Two, am I being selfish or selfless? Because there's, you know, that's not really much of a different word, but it's a whole different action. Am I being selfish with what I'm doing or am I being selfless? And third, will I grow as a human being if I do this? You know, if, if what I'm doing, will I grow as a human being? Hmm. And number four, is it healthy for me? Down the road, is this going to be what I really want out of life? I mean, the way I treat people now is the way I'm going to live later, you know? So the question is, are we being used for the dark or are we being used for the light? And, boy, I just want to encourage you, just like I was encouraged, we were made to serve the light. We were made to serve God. And, boy, I just really encourage you to to wake up to that and, and take a look around. Um, You know, there's spiritual things going on all around us, and it's really important for us to look at our lives and say, what are we being used for? I personally want to be used for God. I want to make a difference in this life. I want to encourage people. And I want to see people um, celebrated, not just tolerated. All sorts of different people in the world. And you know what? I really truly believe God loves every single person wants the best for them. So there you go. That's my take on uh, Ouija boards and Sunday school. Next week is hilarious. Uh, while I was being the youth pastor at this church, I had an epiphany. <laughs> I had a great wild experience that happened to me, and I'm going to share it with you next week. It is a wild story. I call it Green Fog and Electric Guitars. And you don't want to miss it because I'm telling you, it was wild. And the story just, I don't even know how, it may, may take two podcasts to talk about it because it was just fascinating what happened to me. I took a bunch of kids on a road trip and we all had an experience that changed our lives forever. Well, I told you that I would have a um, my keyboard with me and I will in a little bit. But first I want to play a song that I wrote not too long ago. My wife and I were able to go spend some time with a couple up in Yelm that uh, pray for people. And, and out of that came this song, kind of talking a little bit about... Um, I don't know, just being set free into the light. And so I thought you might enjoy the song. Uh, It's called You're the One. I'll be back in a little bit, share what's coming up next week, and goof around on the keyboard. Take a listen. Doesn't work just to ignore 
There you go. That's called You're the One. And uh, all those funky sounds that you hear are done with my keyboard here in the studio. I've got I've got cool stuff going on. Like I can hit this little button and go. And I just play along. I like that they have like a whammy bar for a keyboard. Cool. That's just very fun. 
freak out on me here. Okay, let's see. What else? This has thousands and thousands of sounds in it. So I can do like the retro cool. Very fun. And and then there's all sorts of like um, sequencer stuff that you can do. Like I can, I can do like Africa. It's kind of cool because you can do like an orchestra if I want to do like if you listen to the Ready Room podcast with uh, Jen and Kenny and I. Um, you'll hear a lot of times uh, music being played in the background, and that's what I've done on my keyboard with orchestra stuff. Like, Just very cool. You can do all these neat things with it. And um... ah. Turn the sequencer on. Just so many cool things you can sit here and play around with. So for the creative person, it's very fun. The uh, the synth here that I'm playing with is um, is called the Korg Triton LE Music Workstation, and I really don't even know how to use it completely yet. I, there's a whole lot more to it that I think that I could uh, learn. And I you know I don't have the book for it. I have to download that or somewhere. I, I actually uh, bid on this on eBay. <laughs> And got it for a really good price. It's one of my favorite sounds. You'll hear me. I do a song called Outer Underspace if you look on my website at christrocks.com slash parody. I just, I just love the different sounds that are on this. You can just do so many things. That, that's the old Battlestar Galactica rap song. Yeah, very fun. So I'll just let it play here. Anyway, I just want to thank you for uh, joining me for Take Him With You. Listen, I would love it if you would write some comments that I could read on the show. Or you might even want to do an audio comment and send it in to rick at takehimwithyou.com. I would just be so honored if you would. Um, part of this this whole thing is I'm trying to start a discussion group coming up here in a month or so where we get together on Skype and then I put that in the feed as well so you can hear kind of what everybody else is thinking about the subjects that I'm talking about and do some more interactive stuff. Really like to get some comments. So would you email me? It's rick at takehimwithyou.com. Rick at takehimwithyou.com. Go visit the website at takehimwithyou.com. Really easy. You can comment there on the blog and see all the cool pictures. I put notes up of every podcast. Got some pictures and all sorts of other cool stuff in it and that would be awesome if you would do that so thank you very much and hey last i'm going to close out with a, a a quick promo for my friend kenny and jenny from the guild knights of the guild podcast was so blessed i uh, turned on msn to um video today and on xbox live also uh watching the guild behind the scenes if you listen um i did the music for the background of the behind the scenes um shot that uh, kenny edited and produced and so um you actually get credit at the end of it which is kind of cool thank you kenny and you guys will have to go check that out um just go to the msn video or go to the treks and sci-fi forum and look up knights of the guild and uh, you can uh, get that information. But uh, very, very fun. I really enjoy it. So I'm going to leave you with their promo. And I'll be back next week. Now, remember, next week is called <clears throat> Green Fog. 
and electric guitars. You don't want to miss it. And whatever you do, don't forget to take him with you. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. And we're the host of a brand new podcast, Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast of the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season, be it Season 2, which is currently airing on MSN Video, or Season 3, which is in the early pre-production stage. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2, as well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2009. All rights reserved. Visit the website today. TakeHimWithYou.com